time to Hustle Homes with your host, Rhonda Kay. It's here where we'll discuss anything real estate. Are you looking to add to your investment portfolio? Want to buy low, sell high? Need hard money lending, credit repair? Or would you like to mix and mingle with the hottest real estate professionals in the Philadelphia tri-state area? Play Trivia Triplex and win cool prizes and giveaways right here on Hustlin' Homes. Hustlers, thanks for joining us tonight as we bring you the latest real estate insights and expert analysis. Whether you're buying or selling, a seasoned investor, a newly licensed real estate agent, or maybe you're just curious about the industry, we've got you covered. I'm your host, Rhonda Kay, and we are here every Tuesday and Thursday evenings, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're a repeat home hustler, then you already know. Each episode is loaded with market trends, opportunities, challenges, shaping the real estate industry. We also dive into some celebrity real estate gossip. I'll tell you where the next real estate networking event and or free training will be in the Philadelphia Tri-State area. So just know we'll keep you up to date on all things real estate. All right. So sit back, relax. Get your pen and paper because I'm about to spill the juicy and you will want to take some really good notes, all right? So hold tight. I'll be right back. Okay, hustlers, today we are going to dive into different real estate investing strategies such as rental properties, fix and flips, wholesaling, and more, okay? So today's show, we're going to kind of like lean towards our investors or someone looking to get into investing maybe for cash flow, you know, or to buy low and renovate and sell high. So I'm just going to give you guys a few different strategies and approaches that you can... um, you can, um, I guess, invest in real estate investing offers a variety of strategies that can help investors achieve their financial goals. And I'm just going to give you a few, all right, a few real estate investing strategies. The first one we're going to discuss is rental properties. Now, everybody know rental properties is very lucrative, all right? If you do things right, um, you provide a nice property, your all your paperwork is in order. And um, I'm going to do a show on uh, all the paperwork that you're going to need in the, in the city of Philadelphia to successfully run a rental property. But today we're just going to focus on different strategies. Um, this strategy, rental properties, this strategy involves purchasing a property and renting it out to tenants. Rental properties can generate steady cash flow and long-term appreciation. And they can be a very good option for investors who want to build passive income streams. However, rental properties require ongoing management and maintenance, and finding good tenants can be a very challenging thing. So when you finally get your property together with and you have um, everything in order, I mean, it's really nice inside, 
all of your documents are in order because I, I can only talk to the owners who have all of their paperwork in order. If you don't have your paperwork in order, this will not apply to you because if you get a tenant, they fall on hard times or they just decide to stop paying you. No, nothing you, if your paperwork isn't in order, they're just living off of you for free, period. All right. So I'm talking to the owners or investors who plan on doing things the right way. All right. So if you have a tenant and your property is, is very nice and put together and it's always, I always say owners should put their place together the way they would live. Okay. Don't just throw something together and, and it'd be, you know, slum lordish. You know what I'm saying? So make sure everything is in order because guess what? Um, if you happen to get a good tenant, and let me just say this too, because I'm not going to make this a long, drawn out episode. I'm just going to really get to the point. I've had situations where I, I did a background check, a rental background check for someone, and their credit was in order. They didn't owe anything. They paid all their bills. Their income was strong. Everything everything panned out, you know, and their history of renting was pretty strong too. And then maybe after a couple of months, things happened. They lost their job. They got laid off or, you know, a divorce or something. And then they fell on hard times. And it's hard if you do not have your paperwork in order to get the tenant out. However, that is just one, <clears throat> excuse me, one way of um, a real estate investing strategy to create cash flow. I don't want to get too deep into what could happen. Let's just talk investment strategies. Okay. So rental properties is one. All righty. So uh, the second one, let's just go into fix and flips. Fix and flips involve buying a distressed property, renovating it and selling it for a profit within a short amount of time. All right. This strategy can be highly profitable if executed correctly, but it requires significant upfront capital. A good understanding of the local real estate market and experience with construction and renovations would be helpful, okay? Now, many moons ago, I'm actually really not that long ago, but a little bit, you used to be able in Philadelphia, um, there's an area of the city called Southwest Philly, West Philly, those areas used to um, have properties, I mean, so dirt cheap. I sold so many properties, three-bedroom homes in the West Philly, Southwest Philadelphia area for fifteen, twenty, dollars and $25,000, okay? That was in the years of 2008, 9, 10, 12, and then it started changing a little bit towards 13, 14, property value started increasing. But I sold so many properties to investors and these homes were not that bad of shape. There really wasn't. Maybe some cosmetics, maybe, maybe um, uh, a whole new electrical install, maybe, maybe some plumbing work, maybe. But for the most part, maybe $10,000, $20,000 top to get it back to market ready. And these guys did very well. And I have a, a investor who owned about 120 properties between West Philly and Southwest Philly. He paid about 20 to 30, no more than 35,000 for almost 
75% of that 120 properties, right? And um, he sold them. He sold them last year for about $90,000 a pop. Yeah. And he brought most of them from, for $20,000, $30,000. He's never purchased a property over $35,000. And then he turned around. He made money off of it for many years. Many years he had all his properties was full of tenants. And he kept his properties full because he was a good landlord. And he responded when there were issues and needed, you know, renovations and, uh, well, um, repairs or something went bad. He responded. He sent his team over there. They responded. And the tenant was very happy. And when he was ready to sell, he sold all of his properties for $90,000 a pop. Okay. So he did very well. And so fix and flips usually involve buying low and renovating selling high. Okay. Wholesaling. Wholesaling is a real estate investment strategy as well that involves finding properties that are significantly below market value uh contracting the co the property um and then selling the contract to another investor wholesalers earn a profit by charging a markup on the contract price this strategy requires strong negotiations negotiation skills and the ability to find and analyze good deals okay so I have a lot of experience with wholesaling. I deal with a lot of cash buyers, okay? I have a long list of cash buyers, and this is exactly what they do, wholesaling. So you don't need a real estate license to wholesale, and you don't need a real estate license for fix, fix and flip. But um, wholesaling is very popular in the city of Philadelphia, and what most um, investors do is they find um, someone willing looking to sell their home, that don't want to use a real estate agent, go into a contract with them. Then they go out, find a buyer that's willing to buy that property, go into a contract with them, get a deposit. And then there are many steps after that. But once you follow all the necessary steps to get the property to the settlement table, you can... Uh, Walk away with some with some fat pockets. So here's a here's a small little ex, uh, example. Okay, and I'm a, I'm being real nice giving this away, but here's a small example. So, uh, Mr. Seller um, decides he don't want to live in Philly anymore, so he wants to move down south. Let's just say Florida, Atlanta. So he's been in this property for twenty some years. His family has moved away. Kids are grown, have their own family, so he's home by himself. Mom and dad. They decide they don't want to live there anymore. So they're like, okay, let's sell and let's go down south. All right, cool. So um, someone comes along, an investor comes along and asks, hey, are you looking to sell your property? And they go, hey, yeah, you know, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. So the investor says, well, how much you want for it? And they say 40 grand. Like, uh, this is not, you're not going to find this. I'm just giving you an example. So they say 40 40 grand. So then you say, okay, cool. Would you be would you be willing to uh, pay me a commission if I can get you 40 grand? And they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. So then he goes into contract with the seller. Now he has to go hit the ground and look for somebody to give him $40,000 for this property. So first, they got to like the area. They got to like, like the property and be willing to take on 
any any repairs or anything that's going on with the property that may need some upgrading or whatever. Usually this is a cash deal. Normally investors buying wholesale do not go for a life uh, um a lender. They do not, you know, get a lender, but they may get a hard money lender, but not for a mortgage. This type of uh um trans transaction is basically a cash transaction, right? But again, some investors do get um, hard money lending so that they can use that money to renovate or remodel or restore the property so that they can either rent it out or put it back on the market, okay? Um, or put it on the market to be sold. Private lending, okay? Private lending involves lending money to real estate investors who are looking to purchase and renovate. We just talked about that. As a private lender, you can earn interest on your investment and you can also secure the loan with the property itself, all right? Private lending can be a passive investment with predictable returns, but it also requires due diligence and a good understanding of the local real estate market, all right? Uh, lease options. This strategy involves leasing a property to a tenant with the option to purchase it at a later date, Okay. The tenant typically pays a premium for the option to buy the property. And this premium can be used as a down payment when the tenant decides to exercise their option. Lease options can be a very good way to generate cash flow and build equity, but they also require careful management and clear legal agreements. Okay, so in this case, I've seen over my years of real estate, I've seen people go into these transactions, right? And usually it's pretty good. So I'll tell you an example would be if you are renting a three-bedroom house, um, bath, whatever, you know, full a three-bedroom row house, townhouse, whatever, and the rent is $1,200 a month, right? And then you go into a lease purchase, a lease option, um, the landlord will charge you more. So your rent is $1,200, but when you go into a lease option contract, you're paying probably less. And this is just an example. Your regular rent is $1,200. That's what you've been paying since you've been living there. You guys have a, have a discussion because they want to sell and you want to stay there. You don't want to move. So they put you in a lease option. Now, instead of your rent being $1,200, now it's $1,600. Okay. So what that means is the $1,200 will still go towards your rent, which will go to the owner's pocket, right? I don't know what they're doing with it, paying their mortgage, or maybe they don't have a mortgage. But let's say it's the $1,200 continues to be paid, and that goes towards the rent. That additional $400 goes towards the purchase, right? So let's say your agreement is in one year or two years. So for the next one year, or the next two years, you're paying $1,600, 12 towards the rent and four towards the purchase at that settlement date. So during that time, so if you guys agree a year, two years, three years, you are probably in the process of, you should be in the process of cleaning up your credit if your credit is a problem, right? Because most people that go into these transactions, into these kind of contracts, the credit isn't quite ready. So if you are fortunate enough to get your landlord to do this, 
then while you're in this one, two, or three-year lease option, you're straightening out your credit. So when it's time to settle, all of those months that you paid that additional $400, that goes towards your purchase. So be down payment or be towards the house, either or. Right? So that's what a lease option. Now, I have seen so many times that the owner takes advantage of the tenant and the very first time they are late. So let's say you guys went into this agreement and you have for a year and a half paid $1,600. That's sick $1,200 for your rent and that additional $400. Let's say you did that for a whole year and a half. And then one month you were late on your rent. The owner can cancel that contract and keep your money. Yes, I've seen it. It's not okay. I don't even know if it's a law preventing them from doing that. I don't know. I mean, I would take them to court. But yeah, they could say, you know what? You breached the contract. It's very, very, very slippery. I would be very careful getting into a situation like that. All right. So be careful if you decide to do that. Short-term rentals. Short-term rentals involve renting out a property on a short-term basis, typically through platforms such as Airbnb or Verbo. Short-term rentals can generate higher income than traditional long-term rentals, but they also involve higher expenses and require ongoing management and maintenance. Additionally, regulations and on short-term rentals can be um, can be var- can vary um, by location. So it's important to research local laws and regulations, right? So here in Philadelphia, you can do an Airbnb, you can do a Verbo, either or. You can do all of those, right? Um, but you have to have what is called a, it's like a hotel license, or you have to have a renter's license. So if you have a renter's license, you're pretty much okay. If you don't have a renter's license, then the city of Philadelphia is asking that you get a hotel, I forgot what it's called, hotel contract, certificate, or something like that, but I know it costs $150, and that's per unit, that's not, that's not for everyone you have, that's per unit, all right, so overall, real estate investing offers a variety of strategies that can help investors achieve their financial goals. The key is to choosing a strategy that aligns with your goals, resources, and level of experience, and to do your research and seek advice from professionals before making an investment decision, right? So let's go back to Airbnb real quick. I managed a ton of Airbnbs, and they, for the most part, make really good money. So if you were to have a tenant in there and their rent was, let's say eleven fifty a month, you can double or sometimes triple that with Airbnb. I've seen it. I've seen it. My property in Atlanta, I put on Airbnb because I travel back and forth and I'm in Philly a lot. And so my place in Atlanta is just sitting there. You know, I, I use it when I'm there and I'm there maybe twice a month or sometimes once a month. So I put it on Airbnb and in two weeks I made like 1300 bucks. And the rent there, like $700. And it's a two-bedroom, um, high-end kitchen, uh, um, high-end bathroom. Um, I had a little studio. 
Did I say two bedrooms, a living room, dining room, a patio, and a porch? And all of that was for $700. $700. So, I mean, put it on Airbnb. I made $1,300. And the first time I tried it, I made $1,300 in uh, two weeks. And the rent, like I said, was in this, like $750. So, it can be very, very profitable, right? So, um, like I said, before you get into any of this, people, before you get into any of this, please make sure you know what you're doing and you do your research, all right? Because you don't want to jump into something being all excited and then guess what? You lose your money or you do something wrong that's going to cost you a lot of money, all right? So um, I hope you've taken, or I hope you've taken good notes. That's the end of that, uh, those strategies that I had for you for today. And if you have any questions, concerns, go over to IG or our TikTok page, post your question, post your concern, um, IG and, and um, TikTok Hustling Homes, and I'll do my best to help you out and um, get you the answer or clear up any confusion you may have. All right, hustlers, it is time for us to dig into some celebrity um, real estate. All right, you know, I like being easy. So, if you have $35,000 a month, you can rent Lady Gaga's uh, former New York City duplex $35,000 a month. And this actually listed as of today at 3 54 p.m. Um, yeah, yeah, 35000 Lady Gaga and her former Central Park South Pent House rental, which is back on the market for a cool $35,000 a month. So apparently it was on the market and it didn't rent. Well, well, this economy right now. The 1,985 square foot duplex at 40 Central Park South comes with two bedrooms, two bathrooms, and stunning park views, along with 750 square feet of outdoor space. There is even a doggy run with a fake fire hydrant still in the place on the terrace that the star singer has uh, an actress installed for her French Bulldogs. Mm -hmm. 35000 Who has that? You got that? I mean, hey, look. I love the pictures, but it's beautiful. I'm not even going to hate. It's very nice. That kitchen kind of small for $35,000, though. I don't know about that, but it's a nice spot. And, and again, look at where it's at. It's in New York. It's in the Central Park area of New York. So you got to expect it to be a little expensive, right? You know, um, those areas are going to cost a pretty penny. So... You can't really expect um, it to be cheap, you know. Uh, who else uh, property is on the market? Um, Johnny Depp. They say Johnny Depp property is on the market. And he is asking for $55.5 million. It was $63 million, And now it's relisted for $55.5 million. All right. So, um, hmm, I don't know about that, but I will tell you, it's very nice. It's very, very nice. It's 17 miles from the hustle and bustle of San 
of Saint Tropez, where uh, he lived for 14 years with his wife, singer actress Vanessa Perez. Alrighty, so there you have it. You got the money? Hey, look, I'll be a real estate agent for that. So guys, do you want to know what's going on um, this weekend? Oh my gosh, on the 18th, there is a huge, huge, huge real estate networking, um, actually New York's fourth annual real estate investors convention. That is happening this weekend, February 18th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And it's going on at the uh, New York Marriott Marquise, 1535 Broadway, New York, New York, 10036. The tickets are $105.54. I never understood why prices of something is always something weird. It's a dollar amount and then it's 54 cents. Why couldn't it be 55 cents? So why couldn't it just be a cool $106, right? <laughs> so anyway, the tickets to get into this event is $105.54. There is a uh, no refund policy because the event is too close to refund. But um, I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's going to be, it's a one day expo of the top local wholesalers, fix, fix, fix and flip cash flow and commercial investors will be sharing with us what it, what is working and what is not working in today's market, okay? And they're gonna be talking about things such as going from residential to commercial real estate, balancing debt equity, and when to use which, um, turnkey real estate investing, how to raise money like a pro, um, using unsecured lines of credit for gap funding, how to manage fix and flips for um, so they don't fail, tips and tricks to out-of-town um, buy-and-hold investing, Fannie Mae fix-and-flip mortgages for investors, no doc, no appraisal, hard money loans, and when to use it, how to work with realtors and get the deals. This is going to be amazing. I really wish I could go, but that's my sister's birthday and we're doing something for her, but I would definitely go if I was available. They're expecting 500 plus real estate professionals to network with um, 300 plus vendors. You need to know to take your business to everything you need to know to take your business to the next level. If you do anything real estate, this is truly an event not to miss. And I totally agree. And if you are interested, go over to event, um, Eventbrite, eventbrite.com. It's $100. If you pay now, you'll have to pay the $100 advance payment. But if you pay at the door, it's $200 to get in. Oh, oh my gosh. Anyway, that's a nice event, right? You might want to, you know, check that one out. Wow. I actually like, I like the sound of that one. I really wish I was available because I would definitely go to that one. And then... Um, there's another class, real estate salesperson pre-licensing package. If you are looking to get your real estate license, here is a Greater Lehigh Valley Real Estate Academy. Um, I guess they're doing something. It starts at nine o'clock. Uh, 
hey, go check it out. If you are available, they're helping you prepare for, uh, I guess, getting your real estate license. Yeah, real estate pre-licensing course, all right? And then on February 21st, there is a real estate investment networking event starting at 9 a.m. Greater Lehigh Valley Real Estate Academy. So they are actually doing a networking event there from um, February the 21st, which is a Tuesday at 9 a.m., 9 to 5. Go over to Eventbrite if you are interested in that event and um, register yourself, all right? So people, that is it for me tonight. It's uh, it's getting late. I'm tired. I'm sure you're tired of listening if you're still there. I appreciate you being here. And um, tune in our next episode where I have some more juicy golden nuggets for you. Any questions or concerns you have for me, you know what to do. Go over to IG, Hustling Homes, TikTok, Hustling Homes. Participate in our uh, in our uh, interaction with us. Uh, ask questions. Answer our poll questions, win a gift, you know, whatever you feel like doing, all right? So as I always say, stay positive, keep your head on the swivel, be safe out there. And um, until next time, people, all righty, peace. You were just hustled by Rhonda K. Tune in Tuesday and Thursdays, 6 p.m. Eastern.
right, hustlers. So let's get into some celebrity real estate gossip. All right. So let's get into this. So they are telling me, like, it's this big thing. Um, it was been this big thing all week with uh, Rihanna and ASAP Rocky um, buying this big, fabulous home for their new family, right? So they're saying she has a huge portfolio full of luxury homes worth millions. And in March last year, she brought a $13.8 million farmhouse in Beverly Hills. So the property lies in Beverly Hills, in the Beverly Hills Post Office neighborhood. I don't know what that means. I've been to Beverly Hills so many times, but I don't I've never been there. Anyway, um, the average price for homes in that area uh, are, let me see, the average price of homes with three or more bedrooms in that area cost up to actually three and a half million dollars starting, starting, y'all, starting. And if you can't buy in that area, but you can rent because your money long, but it ain't real, real long, then you can rent a one-bedroom studio. I didn't say apartment. I said studio. That's what the starting rent rate in that area for a one, it says one-bedroom studio, $5,700 per month, per month. Rihanna's five-bedroom, seven-bathroom property was built in 1938, and it sits on a half an acre of land. It makes her, uh, you know, her home one of the uh, the flyest and um, the flyest uh, property in the area where a lot of tourists like to like to you know drive around the outskirts. They say so. This modern home is filled with white exterior and black finishings. It's only minutes away from the Beverly Hills uh, Hotel and, and Sunset Boulevard, all right? And it has a huge interior with a large outdoor courtyard, all right? So if you imagine when you're in a, a expensive luxury hotel, they have a courtyard. So she has that in her home. How about that? The kitchen is in the... Um, the property is finished with two stunning marble islands. Now, I've seen properties, I've seen kitchens with, with two large marble islands, and they are beautiful. They really are. Complete with gold taps and um, a large range for cooking and a wine refrigerator. A luxury living room that opens out to the courtyard as well. So residents that are, that are just meters away from the swimming pool while watching television if that's what they choose to do there's some people in the pool they watching tv like who, who who does that but i guess it's a good feeling right there's also a media room a gym and a walk-in closet the property is uh, in an area where there is a bar in the house okay so it says cozy bar room i've never seen that Actually, yes, I have. I've visited a smart house in Atlanta, and it did have a, a, a bar room, and it was well stocked with uh, a bunch of spirits and that brown stuff people be drinking, and they saying that Rihanna's is as well. Very appropriate for Rihanna and Rocky's newborn son. They say it's a cute little sweet nursery full of jungle-themed animals. Oh, and if you look at the pictures, if you Google it, they're there. The pictures are beautiful, right? Um, the bedroom, the baby's nursery is full of stuffed, stuffed animals and it has like a bamboo theme and it's um it's 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 baby five. How about that? The master bedroom 
looks out across the courtyard as well, floor-to-ceiling glass doors opening out onto a beautiful view of Beverly Hills. This is just one of the homes Rihanna Olney said. She has a home um, next door. And that property, she paid uh, $10 million more than the asking price. But it doesn't say what the asking price is. Isn't that crazy? It says, um, that's not too far away from the Hollywood Hills. Uh, she also owns a home there. Um, and she bought that one for $6.8 million in 2017. And that one is like a Mediterranean style, overlooks the Sunset Strip. Now, that's beautiful, right? So that's it, y'all. That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you took good notes. If you need anything from me, hit me up on IG or uh, TikTok, uh, Hustling Homes. We are a full service real estate company. We provide property management services. If you need that, you need help looking to buy a property, first time home buyer, or if you're an investor looking to buy and you want to know what the up and coming neighborhoods are, you can hit me up and ask me for that information. Um, uh, we do property management. We, we manage Airbnbs. And, and if you have a nuisance tenant or a tenant that won't pay you, Instead of you taking them to court and filing all that paperwork, we will do it for you. We represent you in court as well. So if you need any of our services, hit me up on IG, Hustling Homes, uh, TikTok, Hustling Homes. I answer everyone, all right? So you guys have a good evening. It's been real. Uh, stay positive. Keep your mind right. Keep your head on a swivel. And until next time.